Aloha, basketball fanatics, and welcome to our podcast, Beyond the X's and O's. And don't get it messed up, all right, or twisted, because O's is spelled O-H apostrophe S. So we are super excited uh, for this podcast. Uh, we have another special guest. Speaking of special guests, if you haven't heard our podcast number three, go check it out. We are on iTunes and Spotify, I know of. And I think we are mm, with a couple others, I'm not sure, platforms. Um, but those are the two main. So go check us out, guys. Uh, we appreciate all the love and support, too, as well. Um, so getting into this episode, uh, this episode here is going to be, I want to say, geared towards the athletic or at the athlete. Um, so all you boys, girls, um, yeah, stay tuned for this one. This is going to be a great podcast. We have... None other than Miss Jenna Dooley. Let's give it up for her. Oh, Jenna. This is a treat, guys. This is a treat. You guys are going to love her story. Um, I mean, the story, I want to just say, maybe the word is grind. This girl, this young lady here, she knows the meaning of what the grind means. Um, I'm excited to hear her story, too, as well. Uh, but I'm going to pass this over to Coach Tom Tran, who coaches the Hui Dynasty. And don't forget, we also have Coach Bob Mapp and Coach Lance O'Hara from the Hui Basketball Club, too, as well. So without further ado, Coach Tom Tran, I'm going to pass the torch to you. And uh, let's uh, start off with a little bit of uh, a background on Miss Jenna Dooley. Um, well, my first um, time coaching girls basketball when I, I think we kind of went over this on uh, episode one. Um, you know, I've been coaching boys for whatever, 15 plus years. And I got approached by a group of parents asking if I would want to coach girls basketball. And, you know, to rewind that throwback was, no, I do not want to coach girls basketball. The game is slow and they can't score that much. Um, sure enough, Jenna was going into her sophomore year of high school, I believe. So sophomore year, and I coached her and uh, about four other Delaware girls with a mixture of about four or five Whitney girls. And we just kind of coached a, a fall uh, girls AAU team. We had random jerseys. Um, and then all of a sudden it became our first lady NorCal Dynasty team um, that spring, coaching her and just a group of girls that where we traveled to Oregon. Uh, the funny thing about the whole thing was, um, you know, I've been with her. I was the last probably four years. I've coached her three years on, on NorCal Dynasty. And this past year, I was the assistant coach at Sierra College, which um, she was on that team. So um, her story is amazing. I, I always rave about her to other families and girls and players because um, she's seen it all. She's been put through the microscope as a high school athlete. Um, she's done AU. She's done college. And so – um, when we talked about bringing guests on, I thought it was perfect to have her on so other athletes can see um, the struggle that she had as a player, as a person, and where she is today through hard work. So Jenna, if you don't mind, just kind of giving us a background of your high school, and then I think coaches will just start asking questions, and then we can kind of go from there, What you, where you attended high school and how that high school might have been different um, from each year that you went to high school to like AU, what you learned as a person and as a player. Okay, thank you. So I'll start off with like my high school 
story. So I went to Delaware High School, which is just around the corner in Loomis. And basically my freshman year, I was a captain and I started every game, got tons of playing time. And it was just more like an introduction to high school. So I was just like meeting new people, meeting new friends, because I never really played on like the feeder team going into Del Oro. Like I never played on AAU, so I didn't really know a lot of people. And then my JV year, I was the captain again, and I got asked to try out for varsity, but so I did went through all those tryouts. And then the last day of tryouts, the varsity coach told me, he was like, hey, we're going to keep you down on JV and I was really devastated because I felt that like this is a great opportunity for me like I could get to play varsity and um it was really eye-opening it just like told me that I needed to work harder like just enjoy every moment and so my JV year captain started every game again and had a lot of fun that year then came my, well, then I got pulled up to playoffs my JV year, to, and I didn't play in the playoffs at all, so I was basically just a practice player and got to experience what it's like to be on a varsity team. So I think it was more like a great experience of learning from the older players of what I can expect when I do eventually get on varsity and learning the different leadership roles. Then came my junior year and I wasn't a captain and I didn't really play that much a lot and it was it was interesting because it was kind of confusing like I would play and it was like I did everything that they asked like I had a great attitude I worked hard at every practice so it was kind of I was kind of confused a little bit as to what my role was and like there's a lot of different perceptions of me. Like I was only considered a shooter or I was too small or I was just like one, like people were making it sound like I was only one dimensional. And so after my junior season, like I, I hit adversity really hard that year, but like I didn't really let it define who I was. And um, I just kept working and working and, and yeah. So then that summer going into my senior year, I like nonstop was in the gym working on my shooting, ball handling, because like I didn't want to be known as just a shooter. I want to be known that I could drive to the basket. I had a mid-range shot. I had defense. So like there's just multiple different aspects that I wanted to add to my game. And sometimes when we hit adversity, I feel like we like when we hit that wall, a lot of people give up. And my advice would be like, everyone has their di own like different path. Everyone has their own journey. Like you can't compare your story to other people because when you start comparing yourself to others, it, it'll start getting to you and you'll be like, wow, like, is this really what I want to do? You just have to keep pushing yourself and know that you're like, you have to trust in who you really are and believe in yourself. So then came my senior season and I was a captain. I started every game and it was a much better season. I mean, every season has its hardships, but I definitely say it was definitely better. And I could tell that my 
hard work really paid off from the summer to going into my senior season. And it was like really funny because a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, like you've gotten so much better. Like you're a totally different player. But like, I honestly truly thought like I had that talent in my junior year, but I didn't really like, no one really allowed me to really show what I could give. So when I came to my senior year, I was just like, kind of, you know, more eye-opening. But my senior year, I was, I got first team all SFL. And then I was an honorable mention for the Sacramento Bee. And I had a few like small colleges looking at me like on the East Coast and like a few community colleges around the area. But I thought I decided to go to Sierra College because I just felt like that was the best fit for me academic wise. Um, I knew that at Sierra, I could grow not only as a player, but as a person too, and just build all these different relationships. And I was able to stay home. My family was able to come out and support me and my friends. And so I, so my freshman year at Sierra, I wasn't a starter. I was usually the first or second person to come off the bench. And throughout the season, we had injuries. We had people who stopped playing. So we started with about 13 people, which went down to eventually seven people. And then we had, so then I eventually, towards the end of the season, I found my way to being a starter. And I think going to Sierra, because a lot of people have this perception that junior colleges, like, oh, like, I don't want to go to junior college. Like, I only want to go to D1, D2. And honestly, junior college is probably, like, the best decision I could have possibly ever made because you not only get the, like, experience of, college but like you're still a college athlete like you get to still work like have that grind and build those relationships and stuff like that and so my freshman year we made it to state and state tournament but then that ended up getting canceled due to covid which really stunk a lot because we had worked so hard to get there and i ended up getting i made it to the big a all-conference team and I got second team all state. And now I'll be entering into my sophomore season at Sierra, hopefully, hoping for a season. But yeah, that's a little bit about my story. Got a question for you, Jenna. Yes. So now that COVID has uh, kind of hit us all, blindsided us and whatnot, enabled us, um, what are you doing now to stay in shape, uh, regiment your workout? I know a lot of our young listeners, I know a lot of the players that I coach are young, and um, I just think, you know, you're a great example on the word grind, and I'm just curious, and I'm sure the listeners and parents are curious, what you're doing to stay in that, you know, elite level as far as workout. Yeah, so definitely when COVID hit, I would say it's probably – it was probably extremely hard for everyone because we all have our schedules. And when COVID hit, it kind of truly showed, are you putting in that extra work or were you just focusing on your schedule that you did with your team? So the way that I was staying in shape is one, um, we had we have like a, we had a lifting schedule. So every day I would do lift weights and then every so like I kind of made a schedule for myself because it's like having a schedule will keep you on track and keep you going because sometimes if you just like wake up and you're like hmm 
like, I'm going to work out maybe today, maybe not. Like if you have that specific schedule, it really helps you to stay on track. So every day I would wake up and then I would go on a run to get my cardio in. And then I would do some schoolwork. And then to take a break from schoolwork, I would do my lifting workout and then go back to do some schoolwork and then take another break. And I have a basketball hoop in my backyard, thankfully. So I'm able to get in a shooting workout. I usually do that every day. Like I get as much shots up as I can. But now that the Harwood Palace has been opening up, like every Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays with Coach Tom, I go to the gym and usually Tuesdays and Fridays are the days where I just like focus on shooting, just get as much shots and reps up as I can. And then sometimes we'll have trainers, which has been just keeping me like working on my ball handling and stuff like that. And then we'll have open runs. So basically like what has really helped me is just having a schedule of what I'm going to do every day, because it's kind of hard if you like, it's a way to like keep yourself accountable. Cause if you just wake up and you're like, yeah, maybe I'll work out. It's really hard to tell yourself. Yeah. I don't feel it today. If you don't have a like direct schedule, so that's probably the best way I'd say, say to like stay motivated with everything that's going on. Yeah, so, so first off, I, I just want to make a comment that I think that you are wise beyond your years. You made a comment, it was, and I, and I typed it up, so you can't compare yourself to others and everybody has their own journey. This is something that most people, their entire lives don't, don't, don't figure out. So the fact that you figured that out and you've been through adversity, you fought through things, and, and you've developed this work ethic, it's going to serve you well in life, no matter what you do. When basketball is done for you, whenever that day, day is, you'll be successful in whatever you do apply those principles. So um, one, one question, though, real quick, Coach Mel, before I get to you, is I want to back up um, to your JV year when all of a sudden you found yourself not getting playing time. You had been used to getting playing time, and all of a sudden – you're in this confusing time. You don't have playing time. What, what you, you, you were confused about your role. Did your coach ever have a conversation with you about what your role is or why you may not be getting those minutes and what you could do to get those minutes? Yeah, see, that's the thing is like, he never really had that conversation with me. So that was why it was hard because like, sometimes he'd like, he'd praise me and be like, oh my gosh, like you're doing great like keep it up and then like other times it was just like he wouldn't communicate with me and it was just like this really hard role and also like the head coach's two daughters it was their senior season that year and then the assistant coach's daughter it was her senior too and so like I think that could have played a big role too is it, like it was the coach's daughter so that like him because they played majority of the game and stuff like that so it was more I don't know like it was just confusing because a lot of people say like your minutes that you get in the game are made like those are determined in how you practice and it wasn't like I had a bad attitude ever it wasn't like I was lazy like I worked hard every day like I had a great attitude I was cheering everyone on so that's why it was just most confusing to me because like if I knew that I was being lazy and had a bad attitude then I would understand but I, since I didn't, I was like, like my role, I was just like, okay, but yeah, it, it was confusing. <laughs> yeah, it, and I get that, and, and, and I'm going to speak to our audience right now, that if there's coaches listening, you have to be transparent, you have to tell, their play, tell the players 
what their role is and why they're getting minutes or not getting minutes. Um, and, and, and from a player's perspective, I think you follow Jenna's lead. She was positive. She continued to work hard. Uh, you know what? And if you work hard enough, you're going to stand out. If you're a coach that wants to win games and I see a player out there busting his or her butt, believe me, you're going to get minutes somewhere. We need those players. Every team needs those players. So um, I, I, you should be proud of the way that you address that and, and, and players out there follow that role. Thank you. Yeah, you know what? I'm huge on you get what you put in, Jenna. And I, like Coach Bob said, I mean, you just have your head on, right? Especially when it comes to, you know, basketball. I should just say sports in general. Um, you got to, I always tell my players, you got to put in the work, man. You can't put in the work for three months and then think, you know, oh, I, I'm a whole new player. No, you're talking years. And I know you can relate, Jenna. I mean, we're talking years of hard work, not three months. Hey, I. You definitely want to go where, like, the school wants you. You don't want to choose a school just because of the name of it. Because, like, you want to, you don't want to go to D1 or D2 and you're just going to sit the bench all four years. You want to be able to go to a JC where you'll get playing time and get exposed. And then if that opportunity comes about to go to a D2 or D3 or D1, then that will end up happening. But always go where the school wants you, not just because of the name of the school. Yep. That's great. Hey, Jenna, can, I know, I, we touched about this just briefly. Uh, uh, Coach Mel, I think, asked about uh, uh, the, the COVID and, you know, what you do to, to keep in shape. But talk to us about what your daily routine uh, looks like. And I mean, you know, your workouts, your schoolwork, your personal life. Take us, like, from, you know, when you wake up until when you go to sleep, what that looks like on a day-to-day on -day basis for you. Okay. So, um, Sierra College is all online. We're not in person. So I definitely find doing schoolwork a lot of the day because usually when you go to school, you do a lot of like the in-class stuff there and then you'll have your homework. But when you're online, you have all of that. So um, yeah, life is definitely full of homework right now. But basically, I'll wake up at 8, get ready. And I always do my runs in the morning before it gets hot. And it just, it just makes me feel way way better get my day going and so I get ready go on my run then I'll come home have some breakfast and then I'll start my classes but like I'll work on one class focus on one class do that work and then like every time I take a break I try to do like another workout so like I'll um do one class then take a break do my lifting workout then I'll go to my second class and do all the work that I need to do for that class. And then I'll go do like a shooting workout. And then, um, and then I'll do like work on my other classes and throughout. But basically when I take my breaks, that's when like, I'll just like do my workout because honestly, sometimes when like with everything going on, it's kind of hard to get in a little slump. So, <laughs> finding that balance between school exercise and just some time to just relax and have some time to yourself, I think is really, really helpful during this time because it, it can be really hard to get down and be like, man, when is this thing going to be over? So I think really 
staying on schedule and having that same routine each day will definitely help you a lot. Hey, awesome. Jenna, I have a quick question for you too as well. Now, I don't want to get too personal, but um, diet. I know this is a lot with youth nowadays with junk food and all this types of crap that they eat. I mean, I see kids eating Cheetos in between games and I'm just like, come on, man, like mix in a cliff bar or something, you know, there's, yeah. there's alternatives than like, you know, spicy, cheesy, like Cheetos. Um, what, what is your diet like um, during uh, season? Are you like really strict? I mean, what types of foods are you eating? Um, I wouldn't say I'm super strict, but I honestly like I eat a ton of pasta. That's like my go-to food. So a lot of carbs, but I also have like protein too, um, as well, but I'm like not super strict as well either, but yeah. Um, I'll drink plenty of water every day because that is definitely something that you need in your diet. Um, I'll have when like I have like a snack or something like that, like I'll have like a kind bar or a protein bar. But yeah, I'm not super strict. And what what types of protein shakes do you drink? Because I know a lot of uh you know, a lot of the kids out there, you know, can relate to protein shakes. Like, what do you put in them? What, what kind of packets are there? You know, I know a lot of the parents also um, are listening, want to know. Yeah, um, I don't really, like, I'm not really big on, like, the whole protein shakes, like, the packets and stuff. I just, like, drink those um, protein shakes from, like, Costco and, like, that come in that, like, big box. But, yeah. <laughs> Premier yeah. Protein. Yeah, that. That's what it's called. <laughs> we got that. I've been working out for three months. That's literally nothing in sports, you know? It's being consistent like you talked about. And, you know, I love the fact that you said um, that about junior college because a lot of kids out there get it twisted as well as parents. Mm -hmm. You know, it's about, oh, we got to get that D1 scholarship. It's all about D1. You know, maybe we'll settle for D2, but nothing less. And I just think that, I mean, you set a great example. I always talk to my son when he talks about basketball. Nothing wrong with going to junior college, you know? Everyone, you know, talks about the Dukes and the Kentuckys and the Yukons and the, I mean, come on, this is, I mean, more of a reality here. Let's let's just take baby steps. My whole belief is like, you know, you got to crawl before you walk. And I just, you, I mean, coming, we can all say that coach Bob, coach Tom, coach Lance, myself, we can all talk about, you know, um, you know, uh, junior college versus D one and all that. And, and, but hearing it from an athlete who's actually going through it and young and you, you know, you're playing for Sierra college, junior college. And for, for you to say that, and the listeners that are listening, um, parents, I'm telling you guys, and players, listen to what Jenna is saying because she is speaking facts. I dragged out facts a little bit. Sorry about that. Um, but it's true, though. You know, I just love the fact that you brought up JC versus D1 because just because you, you're playing for junior college doesn't mean you can't go to D1, you know, or D2. I mean, there's some really good D2 colleges out there, too, as well, or D3. Yes, exactly. So uh, speaking of, I mean, that's like, you know, Coach uh, Ken Ramey, you know, I mean, 
So anyways, um, I just thought that was awesome that you brought that up because I think younger athletes need to hear that. They, they just boycott junior college. Or I even hear some, some of uh, the players on my team talk about junior college and they're just kind of like, mm, like, eh. What, it's like, what do you mean, eh? I tell you what, I know a lot of junior college players that can ball out. But not oh, only yeah. that, I know a lot of junior college players that went junior college and then went to big D1 schools too as well. Yeah, a couple things real quick. I wanted to, um, I think, you know, she obviously talked about, I, I talked to her a lot about basketball life, you know, throughout all of this. And uh, one of the things is funny. I was talking to our Sarah coach. I think Jenna was going into, Jenna was in her senior year. And the Sierra coach, this was going to be my first year working with Sierra. And the Sierra coach had asked me, hey, can you tell me a little bit about Jenna? You know, because um, all I've been hearing is she is, just a shooter. She can only do certain things, you know? So um, she kind of talked about a little bit, but there's always a perception of a player through the eyes of different coaches through high school, you know, someone might be too short. Um, they can only do certain things. Right. And so the crazy thing I remember telling our coach was, I was like, she can shoot, but I was like, I think her best attribute is her motor and her defense. I've seen her guard people. And what a lot of people don't understand, like, and I think, you know, going out to, like, our dynasty girls and families, um, a lot of the girls love Jenna because she's such a team player. She's encouraging. Um, but they don't realize the grind that she had her first couple of years with us on dynasty. And, I, and everyone saw her maybe towards her junior and senior year where, you know, she was a stud player everyone wanted to be like. Um, but they didn't realize when she first played with us, she never, like, started on dynasty. She was kind of the, the backup point guard. And she's worked her way all the way to where she was at. And what uh, our Sierra coach was saying, well, the coach says she can only shoot. She can't do anything else. And I remember we went to the first Whitney and Delora game. And um, I, don't know what, I don't know what the score was, but Jenna had like back-to-back -back steals on their point guard. And the coach looked at me and was like, God, she can play defense. Like, that's what she's like. She can – that's what she's good at. And it's funny because – I've always talked to her about it, like her motor, but um, there was a perception of her that she could only do certain things. And watching her through these last two or three years of working on her game, she's went out the perception, like the perception of where she could only do certain things. And she's gone over that. And she's worked on her game so much that she's not just a shooter. She can do other things. Um, that, and the other thing I would say is, I know she was talking about her workout stuff. Um, for everyone that's listening, working out at high school and working out at the collegiate level is totally different sometimes, right? So when you running laps or lifting a little bit of weights, you might think it's different. I remember, and Jenna could probably confess to this, when we, we have a pretty uh, well-known strength and dish, uh, conditioning coach, like she is very intense. Um, Jenna and a lot of the freshmen were scared. I mean, they did not know, like Jenna will admit to it, she, I don't, she never lifted weights in high school. Um, so her first lifting weights was, you know, her first day in college. And so it's a, it's a totally different dynamic. And if you have aspirations to play um, college sports, that's stuff that you want to start doing now in high school, because I mean, I think she would confess to it. I think she was way behind when we first started at Sierra because there was girls that were ahead of her that had already been lifting weights. And so she came into it very new and raw to all that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I had never lifted weights in my life. So coming to college and 
not knowing anything about that was definitely really scary. I'm not going to lie. And, but like our strength and conditioning coach, like she's awesome. Like she, like, she's like, don't worry. Like we're going to get you on board. Like everything is going to be fine. And like, she really has helped me gain my confidence in like lifting weights. Cause like now, like I'm on a schedule with lifting weights and like, I'm just like, I'm totally comfortable with it. Like I understand all the movements and stuff like that. So for anyone who doesn't like aren't lifting weights in high school, like doesn't have a program, try to start lifting now because it honestly is a game changer. Like I've been starting to lift weights and like, I can see just a huge difference. Just like I'm so much stronger and ex more explosive and it definitely will help you like, be different um from like other players like put you on a different level so yeah that's but i put you on the spot right now jenna i'm sorry coach lance that's right uh, I, just not to put you on the spot but like how is coach tom as a coach <laughs> <laughs> um do you want to, uh, okay. she, wait, she's probably giving dirty looks right now. We can't even see it. Yeah, we can't yeah. see <laughs> uh, it's, it may yeah. be a loaded question, but we all want to know. No, it, it's really funny because I remember, like, I – because he coached at Franklin, which was a middle school oh, um, in Loomis. And I, went, and I went to Placer Elementary, um, which is – a rivalry between the two and I was my eighth grade year at Placer I helped coach the eighth grade boys team and so when I watched Tom coach like because I didn't know him at all I thought that I was honestly scared of him because when every time he yelled fire and spider I'm like oh my gosh he yells a lot like this he's so scary so like when I came to like my first day when he like, did the girl thing like I was like oh my gosh, he's a yeller, blah, blah, blah. But then I got to know that he is by far the best coach that I've ever had because like, he's not, like he doesn't, he's not only like there to just help you out as a player, but as well as just to make you a better person. Like he creates a connection with every single one of his players and not many coaches do that. Like a lot of coaches just want you for their AAU team where it's like a business and Tom is far from that. He wants what's best for you. He wants you to not only just succeed on the court, but succeed in school, succeed with your friendships, just everything. And like, honestly, like he not only has become like a coach to me, but he's like become a mentor and a friend to me. And like, I definitely like having coach Tom as a coach was, has definitely been like a blessing in disguise and, I wouldn't want any other way. So, yeah, he's he's by far the best coach I've ever had. Oh, thanks. Hey, Coach Mel, I'll, I'll go on a solo sign. Our first practice, this is how I didn't know how to coach, girl, like, girls basketball. I was like, all right, we're going to scrimmage. And I was like, you know how, like, we and boys, we were like, all right, we're playing. Pick up a man. We're playing man-to-man, -man, right? So I said that, and I was like, wait, is it women to – like, are we going women-to-women, -women, or is it men-to-men? -men? <laughs> I, I didn't even know, right? And they just all saw family because I was like, I didn't, I didn't want to – same one off and say the wrong thing. <laughs> That's fun. Coach Lance, what do you got? Hey, I um, I just got a got a question for you, Jenna. Um, you talk about your routine and 
not not lifting weights in high school and you know the the transition from that to to the weight program and what what was your what was your biggest adjustment going from the high school game to the college game yeah so what so a lot of people told me like when I would go from like high school to college everyone's like you're gonna have to really adjust to like the speed of the game like it's way faster and honestly that wasn't a huge adjustment for me because I love to play like really fast and like I'd always practice with like the boys teams with Tom or I would even sometimes play games with them so playing with the boys like got me up to a faster speed so, like, that was probably the easiest adjustment for me. But as far as, like, the biggest adjustment was you really paying attention to the little details and the competitive, like, the competitiveness of the game. Like, there wasn't one practice where it wasn't competitive. Like, everyone's competing for a spot. Everyone wants that starting spot. Like, it is a different, I would say, type of grind. Because, like, in high school, you can get away with a lot. Like, you could be like, yeah, you know, today I'm not going to give it my all, like, and you can get away with being lazy and stuff like that, but at the college level, like, you have to be on top of your game every single practice, coming ready to go, like, being prepared, being, just being on time, and knowing that what, however you practice in the game, um, pra however you practice is going to lead over to the game, and so I think, having like focusing on every small detail like when we do lifting focusing on making sure every movement is right when we're conditioning like make sure that you're pushing each other and like not only pushing yourself but push your teammates hold them accountable like if you see someone that's in front of you like try to sprint past them and get them going and then um as far as like competitiveness like it was it it's just like so much more competitive and that's what I loved because I feel like in high school like there was a lot of practices where it's like like I, I like I found myself a lot of times saying like let's go guys or, like let's pick it up where in college it's like everyone's ready to go like everyone wants to compete everyone wants to win like no one wants to have any letdowns no one wants to let down their teammates so I feel like that was like the biggest adjustment is knowing that like you got to keep fighting for your teammates and just knowing that everyone had the same goal in mind. Like a lot of people in high school, a lot of them may not want to play college and basketball. They're more just doing it just to like build these friendships. Where in college, like everyone has the common same goal in mind. So everyone was working just as hard as you. So you just got better every single day. Yeah, that's a, that's a great answer. And just uh, for everybody that's listening that didn't catch it, couple things, a couple points that I pulled away was paying attention to the little details and the huge word compete. Yeah. You've got to know how to compete. And uh, Coach Bob, I think you had a, you had something. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, you, I mean, you had, you had many opportunities where you can say, I, I, it's not for me. I want to quit. You know, people, you know, called you too small. You're only a shooter, yada, 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 you know, just, just, just the perception was out there. So when you face that kind of adversity, what do you do? Is there someone you lean on? Uh, how do you get yourself through that? 
Um, well, I actually definitely leaned on Tom a lot. Like my junior year, he would like always just send me quotes and just like tell me like keep going and like he really, really helped me a lot through my junior season. And also like understanding like to take that accountability upon yourself and realize that like you need to stay true to yourself and know the type of player you are because when you hear all these different things that people are saying about you which and then you have other people start to believe them then you like kind of like think to yourself like wow are these really true and you kind of have to sit back and be like like I don't want to be known as that like you like really there's only one person that can believe in you and that's yourself and to understand that every person is going to have a different path and like to realize that that's okay and to stop once you like figure out to stop comparing yourself to others and like see that oh my gosh they got a scholarship um oh my god they got another scholarship like why am i not getting any offers like you have to be okay with knowing that your story isn't going to be like anyone else and like you're the only one that can write your story so like i think when you can figure out yourself that it's okay that you're not going to be like everyone else then like that's really i think what helped me get through it is having that like mental toughness and that mindset to keep going keep going down your own path and don't allow other people to paint this picture of who you are just really really like helped me just keep going and say like all these years that I've been working like why stop now like keep working keep proving people wrong like if once you like what if you ever like quit like the people who want to see you quit like you just basically handed them their prize like and so I think you just have to just mentally stay there stay on track and continue like going for your goals that you have set in mind got some, I got something for you Jenna uh, first off that was awesome what you said uh, second off, I noticed that you went to that Steph Curry camp how was that was that uh, a solid camp or what did you get from that camp or did you get a one-on-one -on -one conversation with Steph or anything like that yeah so that was one of the best experiences like I ever had because I don't know, like, the, like, ad for it, like, popped up on, like, my Twitter feed or something, and I'm, like, is this, like, really, like, for real? So, like, I'm, like, you know, like, I'm just gonna sign myself up, like, if I make it, I don't, if I do, then awesome, and it was a boys and girls thing, too, so it wasn't just, like, it was a girls camp, like, boys were getting picked, too, so um, I had to just put, like, a highlight video, my name, my height, like, my size, like, it wasn't anything, like, really big, and then, like, you just waited for an email, and I got an email saying, like, you got selected for the camp, like, it's out in the Bay Area, here's all the information. And I'm like, like, I didn't think it was real. I'm like, what, like, this is crazy. So then I drove down to the Bay Area with my dad, and we stayed in a hotel. And then the next day, we drove to the college. And like we just like we got there early we weren't like I wasn't I had no idea what this camp was going to be about like I was just going in it just can't wait for the experience and 
wait in line and then we they, they open the doors and we walk in and there's just like loud music like all kinds of people like I walk in they hand me like an underrated uniform with a number because it's almost like it's almost like a like you're getting scouted like like what it was like to go to a camp and there's all kinds of different scouts there watching you and then we had to go change get into our uniform and then we got like our headshot taken and then like we went into the gym and we basically just did like ball handling like drills and there was just all kinds of like people working there that were just going around like scouting us and taking notes and basically just seeing who can play and stuff like that and like we had like we were put on the teams and we had like had scrimmages and and basically we just played it was more like just people watching us the first day but there was a second day but they, what they didn't tell you is at the end of the camp, like not everyone was going to make it to the second day. So you had, so like that, and I like how they told you at the end, because if I feel like if they would have said that in the beginning, like people would have just been like really selfish and be like, I have to make it to the second day. And so then after the first day, I had to wait for, um, like we had to download this app because they would post like the flyer of all the people who made it to the second day. And I'm like, there was probably over a hundred people the first day. So I'm like, like, it's going to be really hard to get to the second day. Like I had a great experience the first day. I, I was thankful with that. But if I were able to get picked for the second day, like I'm like, this would be awesome, you know? And so I have to say like it was about an hour, two hours later after I got back to the hotel, I like got the notification and I looked at the flyer and it said my name was on it. And I'm like, wow, like, this is awesome. Like I, I was, I was so excited. Cause I'm like, the first day was awesome. Like what's the second day going to be like? And the second day like was more like college drill drills. Like it was go, go, go. Like it was just like up to speed tempo. Like it was like, it felt like a college practice. And that day we, like they gave, they provided us with lunch. We got, they gave us shoes. And the morning of the second day, before we went to the campus, we got to go on like a tour bus and we got to, we got to go to this like really super nice hotel. And there was a speaker who um, spoke to us who like, she does like, um, commentating for like the NBA, WNBA, and like she just talked to us about every, like her story and like what she went through and like just keep going. And this camp was put on by Stephen Curry's trainer. So it was like, we were getting all the knowledge that he gives to Stephen Curry. So it's like, I just like gained a whole different perspective of the game because we not only learned like different drills and stuff about that, but we learned like, how stretching is really important, how to take care of your bodies. Like, and he put us through like what, um, like the stretching drills that he would do with Stephen Curry. And so when we, so they gave us our shoes, then we just did like more scrimmaging and stuff. And then we went to the locker room because they put us into like teams because we were going to do like one big scrimmage where like anyone spectators can come and watch, which is the last thing. And we walked into the locker room and they were talking to us. And all of a sudden, Stephen Curry came around the corner. 
and we're like, what the heck? Like, no one was expecting him to be there. And it was just, like, crazy because, like, thinking that, like, he was standing right there, like, telling us, like, his story of how he went to a small college. Like, he didn't go to a big college. And, like, his journey of how he had all kinds of people had all these different um, perceptions of him and the work ethic that he put in to get where he was at was just like really eye-opening and like understanding that like my like I because I kind of compare my story to him like where like where you're underrated like you know your own abilities and like you just keep working hard to get to that next level and so I never got to have any like one-on-one conversations with him, but when we were like doing warm-ups for the big scrimmage that we were doing at the end, he did like come up to me and like shake my hand and be like, what's your name? And like introduce, like, and I introduced myself, but um, we didn't really like, talk for that long. And then he stayed for the scrimmage for a little bit, but it was just a crazy experience. Like it'll be those few days that like, I'll never forget for the rest of my life because it was just like a whole just different perspective of the game where it was just really, really eye-opening. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, how inspiring. That's an inspiring camp. Yeah. So, I, let me – I just want to switch gears a little bit for a second. So, so Jenna, where, where do you see yourself in basketball in the future? Do you see yourself at a four-year? Do you see yourself maybe eventually, you know, coaching basketball with some of this knowledge that you have? Um. I definitely really would love to go to four-year, obviously, after Sierra College and continue playing basketball. Like, that's my number one goal, dream that I'm working really hard to accomplish. And, I mean, it would be awesome one day if I could play overseas or in the WNBA. That would be another goal of mine. But I do – I would love to coach, like, when I'm older, like, for sure. Like, I just – I love the game so much, like – being able to share my story with other kids while coaching and like being able to provide them with stuff that I wish I would have known when I was that like when I was younger because I love to coach like younger kids probably um and just help help them grow and just watch them grow as not only players but people because I feel like a lot of the stuff that I've learned throughout, I would just love to share with them and some stuff that I maybe learned like in the future that I wish I would have known earlier, I could provide with them. So yeah, I definitely could see myself coaching in the long run, hopefully. But um, I also want to be a kindergarten teacher too. So I've always had a love for kids. So yeah. So so, hey Jenna, I'm going to speak for the rest of the coaches because I'm pretty sure they'll agree with me, but basketball has given us something or what it could be different for each one of us, but we coach because we want to give back to the game. And it yeah. sounds like you've got that in you as well. And when that, when the time comes, you're going to want to give back to the game. You've got a lot to give to the game. So I look Thank forward you. to that. Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to piggyback off of uh, what coach Bob said. Um, I just, honestly, I mean, you're, you're a baller. It's in your DNA, but also, you're so mature on so many different levels for your age that I can see you being a really good coach. Not only that, uh, not, not from your experience physically and, and what you know, but just because of your knowledge, your grind, um, and you're not going to fall for uh, the excuses that a lot of kids give, you know, because you've been there literally and done that. So you can say, 
I don't want to hear that. You know what I did? I walked seven miles in the snow barefooted to school. You know, something on those both ways. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Anything else, Coach Tom? Um, you know, I think, you know, just to piggyback off of JC, JC, I think her and I actually talked about it. I think the other thing I would want to let, let the listeners know is JC, there's a perception of JC basketball of kids being having bad grades. And, you know, they're, they're not really good high school players, so they have to go the JC route. And I think in general, Jenna, I think you're actually, your GPA as a, as a college athlete is better than you were in high school. Is that correct? Yes. I had like probably like a 3.8 GPA in high school. Oh. And now I have a 4.0 GPA. I got a 4.0 GPA in my freshman year. And then right now I have a 4.0 GPA. That's amazing. Wow. Oh. You know, I always tell people, I think I always tell her if she can share her story like this or to other lady NorCal Dynasty players or just anyone, um, it's a very like motivational thing because she's gone through a lot of ups and downs as an athlete. And um, I always tell girls that there's always girls that have the perception they want to go, you know, whatever division level it is for college. And I always say, are you working hard enough, right? Because I've seen Jenna, like she says, she's one of the ones that will play with the boys and girls. And she, as a college sophomore, will still come to my high school girl workouts to give a workout with them. And I tell them all the time, she doesn't need to do this, right? She wants, she comes out because she loves the game. She, she never makes excuses. She'll, she'll come out and she'll play with the very, I mean, yesterday she's at um, Coach Josh's training. There's fifth grade girls there. She's encouraging them and helping them out. And what I tell her all the time is what those girls will realize is how much of a, like a mentor she is and a role model she is. And so she might not know it sometimes, but a lot of girls look up to her because of her story. And it's, and it's truly inspiring for just not just a coach as me, but for everyone else. So Thank I've, you. Got, I've got, I've got one, one more, actually it's, it's two more. It's a two part question. Um, so if you could give one piece of advice to the players that are listening and the second piece of advice would be to the parents who are listening. What would you say? Okay, so for anyone that's like me striving to play at the next level, one piece of advice is to stay true to yourself and to realize the type of person you are and to understand that you only have like you have your vision and to stay on that path like there's going to be all kinds of outside noise like and you can't allow that to affect you like like even in life like even in the job there's going to be there's going to be a lot of people who aren't going to like you who are going to say all these things but like you can either let it define out who you are or you can just keep going for your goals and don't allow those people to get to you like really you have to have mental toughness like when you find out that you can push yourself through anything and have that mindset to just keep going no matter the obstacles that arise because every time an obstacle comes you know that there is going to be a great accomplishment that comes from that so I think really understanding who you are and don't let anyone change the person you are is really, really going to help you get to where you want in life, not, not just in basketball, in life too. And then for parents, um, advice I would give is sometimes I think that the parents 
can ruin it for their own child, whether they may realize it or not. Because sometimes what parents think is best for their kid is not really what's best for them. And I think sometimes parents need to realize, like, there may be kids who, like, may want to play in college but want to go play at a JC because they may be too scared to go away or they feel that they're not ready to go to that big of a college. And I think parents need to realize that it's okay if their child goes to a JC. It's okay. Even if you go to a JC for one year and then go to a four-year, like that's okay. Because I think that going to a JC, there's so many different opportunities that will come about for you. And I think like you can't like, don't just cheer for your child, like be happy for every other kid's success and be proud that, hey, your teammate's getting this offer. Not be like, wow, they got an offer. Like, really? Like, no, like be happy for them. I think I think sometimes parents don't realize like when they need to stop really only being proud of their own child because like you need to be happy for others too. And not, don't make the decisions for your child because, like, in life, like, you're not going to be there every day for your kid when they get older. Like, they're going to have to make their decisions on their own. So, like, showing them how to make their decisions on their own now is just going to help them a lot because, like, I see so many, like, coaches, like, who post on Twitter and be like, I really liked this kid, but we didn't offer them because of their parents. And, like, sometimes, parents are the reason why their kids aren't getting offers and I, it's really sad but I think kid, uh, parents only want what's best for their kid and I think that's what's really ruining the sport these days because it's not about this team goal it's about only what they want what's best for their kid but I think my advice is be proud of others accomplishments and allow your kid to choose what is best for them to be able to succeed in life. You are you are amazing. Why? No, no, no. Real quick before you go, I just wanted to piggyback right off what she said real quick. Um, her family is probably one of the nicest families you'll ever meet in your life. And uh, like I always rave about them, about her and her brother. And I think, you know, I look, when I look at Mel's team from, you know, I remember when Mel, when they first started Hawaii to where they are now, their team reminds me of Jenna's team these last couple of years I had them in AU. It was a tight-knit group. And the families generally just loved one another, but they loved the other kids more than they loved their kids sometimes. And I think if you have a group like that, that's super special. Yeah. Um, it just makes the experience so much more fun, right? And, and then you, like, if it's Mel, if another one of his kids gets a scholarship, whatever it is, he loves them just like his own kid. And I think in Jenna's family and a lot of those girls that Jenna played with, all those families were like that, right? And so... Jenna's family was rooting for their teammates more than sometimes they shoot. They would root for Jenna. Like they were genuinely happy for other kids. And I think when you have teams like that, and I think a lot of like AU now, um, it's always about their kid, right? And it's not the dynamic of the group. And sometimes what they had to realize that everyone, like Jenna said earlier, everyone's journey is different. So I think if you're, if you can be happy for everyone, um, it's gonna make that the game that much more better. Sorry, Mel, you're up. No, you're fine. Um, yeah, I mean, to piggyback what you just said, um, it's a team sport. You know, if you want an individual sport, go play golf. 
tennis, bowling. I mean, there's a ton of them out there. Um, they don't realize because uh, this falls under the category of being delusional that the team actually makes everybody good. And that's the part that like, you know, having a tight group together um, and honestly, you know, the parents, first of all, trusting the coach and trusting the process and what you're trying to teach to the kids. It, it's, uh, I, I'm super impressed with you, Jenna, on your answers. I'm super impressed with the maturity. And like, not only, I mean, sometimes I'm, as you're talking, I'm like, oh, am I talking to a coach? I'm, I'm like, I mean, you nailed it with the parent thing. I mean, we always know, we love, we love all of our kids that play for us. And, and we all say this, all of us coaches, uh, it's, always, it's always the parents. It's never the kids, ever. And uh, man, you, you nailed it, but all the positivity, you got this nice like yin and yang going, you know, you just have this nice flow. Um, what do you do about all the haters? Now with social media out there, there has got to be times where people are just bashing you. And wh what do you do to, when, when it comes to haters? Like, so like a lot of the listeners know, you know? Yeah. Um, I remember, so like last, I think a few weeks ago, Sierra College Sports put um, on like these Zoom meetings where these speakers come and talk. And I really liked what the, um, one of the speakers came. He also, he was on Shark Tank and he has made all these different products. And he talked about how there are going to be haters everywhere. There's going to be people who hate everything. He was like, there's going to be people who hate apples. There's going to be people who hate everything they possibly see. And I think like you, like again, like going back to, staying true to yourself and knowing who you are and blocking out all that outside noise. Like you have to sometimes just have tunnel vision and just realize like, this is my path. This is my goal. No one's going to stop me from it. And like, again, going back to like that mental toughness thing, like it, it's really a, a mindset. Like if you're on social media and you're going through all these posts and you see all these different things and sometimes you kind of, you can paint these pictures in your head and try to like tell yourself like, wow, like I should stop playing basketball. Like I'm not getting any offers, but you can't, you have to tell yourself like you've been playing basketball for so many years. Like why would you ever stop now? Like you've put in so much work and time into this game that you love so much that you loved when you were a little kid. Why stop loving the game now? And so really just, not allowing haters to get to you and to believe what they're saying. You just have to be like, okay, whatever. Like, let it bounce off your shoulder. Don't let it hurt you because there's just, there's going to always be those types of people in your life and you can't allow them to get in your head or define who you are. And you just have to continue to stay true to yourself and know who you are, what your goals are, and always have one mission in mind to get to that end goal. Yeah, it sounds like you got that Mamba mentality, girl. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, is it, Coach Tom, do you have anything to add? I wanted to have like a little fun with Jenna. It's kind of like I'm going to fire off some uh, words to you, and you just got to come back with uh, an answer that I'm going to give you. It's kind you're, you're, of yeah, like, you go ahead, Mel. Word association thing. If anybody has any other questions, I wanted to just. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, this is going to be like for our listeners to get a little bit, uh, you know, um, 
a little bit more knowledge about you, Jenna, up close and personal. Okay, you ready for this? Sure. All right, here we go. Nike or Under Armour? Nike. Ooh, okay. Chipotle or Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. Lakers or Lakers? Oh, <laughs> what is this? What is this? Oh, I had to throw that one in there. Sorry. And for the listeners out there that can't see, Coach Mills wearing a Lakers hat. <laughs> okay. Camouflage. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's take it serious. Here we go. UCLA or USC? UCLA. Got a girl. Broccoli or asparagus? Broccoli. Okay. Ice cream or cake? Ice cream. Kobe or Jordan? Kobe. Oh. It's a younger generation. I know, right? <laughs> but I love the answer, though. Oh, it was so fast, too. It was with confidence. Blue or red? Blue. Mom or dad? Oh, oh, don't answer. Don't answer. I said both. Okay, good answer. That's the answer we want to hear. That was it. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Did she pass? Mel, did she pass? She went through the gauntlet. She's fine. That was fun. That was fun. I've always wanted to do one of those. You're the first guest as a player on our podcast. You know that, right? Thank you. That that means a lot. Thank you for oh, having man, me on. A lot. It means a lot to us. So I'm, I'm totally honored. I loved yep. loved the story, and I, and I know Coach Bob did too as well. Coach Lance, and of course, of course, you know your coach Tom. He already knows your story. I was. Super excited. I was anticipating this uh, podcast because I was like, oh, man, I want to know her story. And Coach Tom talked about her story, but not in detail. So I was like, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome story. So I'm going to end this podcast. But um, before we go, Coach Bob is going to give the coach's quote of the podcast. Go ahead, Coach Bob. Let us have it. I think this has been said by, uh, by many people. I, I don't know exactly where it originated from. Uh, probably the most recent was KD, but hard, we, hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. I think that is appropriate for this podcast. Oh, that's huge. I, I love that quote. That quote is just so like spot on, man, spot on. And on so many different levels, life, basketball, I mean, work, everything. Yep. I love it. So um, we're going to go ahead and uh, end this podcast. Jenna Dooley, thank you so much for being our guest. I'm super impressed with you, young lady. We wish you nothing but the best. Stay healthy. Keep us close in mind when it comes to your next level. You know, maybe we'll be interviewing you when you hit that D1 scholarship or, you know, uh, we're, we're definitely going to know what's going on behind the scenes because we got Coach Tom here. So uh, we wish, honestly, we wish you nothing but the best. I mean, super impressed um, with your answers and your maturity. And I just, I believe you have a great future ahead of you. You're definitely on the right track. I mean, the way you're thinking and the way you're going is where I want all of my players to go, that route. And Coach Tom, I appreciate you bringing her on, man. This was like a treat, not only for us coaches, but like for the listeners, for the players out there, for the parents. This was like an all-in-one podcast, man. I really, really enjoyed this one, Tom. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. 
Yeah, it was our pleasure, Jenna. Once again, guys, um, don't forget to check out all of our other podcasts too as well. Uh, we will blast this one out. We're super excited to have Jenna Dooley, uh, Sierra College, I want to say, just getting buckets over there too as well. We wish you nothing but the best uh, throughout your career. And um, yeah, we just want to say much love and aloha to everybody out there and uh, stay safe.